This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Sunday, April 24, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. How have advocates of modern monetary theory handled the notable rise in inflation over the last year? Jeremy Horpadal is a professor of economics at the University of Central Arkansas. We spoke about how some MMT advocates have adjusted their monetary policy prescriptions since high inflation has taken hold. I've spoken with George Selgin about uh, MMT, modern monetary theory, and uh, I've had difficulty getting my head around a lot of uh, what MMT proponents have been advocating for. Uh, in your most charitable presentation, what are they asking for? What is the what is the way that we get to everyone is happy in the world through MMT? Well, I think it's it's understandable that you'd be confused because there are a number of economists and others writing under this general MMT uh, tent. So it, it it's it's okay to be confused. But here's here's the basic, as I understand it, with regards to inflation and debt and taxes, which are things which everyone's talking about right now. Uh, MMT broadly says that the government should spend more money until you get to full employment, uh, at which point there then might be some inflation. And you should take account of that when you're deciding how much additional government spending there should be. Uh, but now we've reached a point where we have a lot of inflation, uh, and it, it seems like, uh, well, this does not disprove MMT. It's, it seems to be a problem for uh, both cheerleading for the spending, uh, but then when inflation comes, just kind of throwing their hands up and then having other solutions to, to how you deal with it. Well, like what? Things like price controls, uh, things like... Uh, uh, some which I think are okay. So reducing tariffs is is one thing some MMT people have said as a way of addressing inflation, uh, but all sorts of other things like price controls, um, but but never really the idea of just raising taxes, which seemed to be the, the main tool in the MMT playbook. Um, that does not seem to be something that's on the table right now. Uh, raising taxes to achieve lower inflation. That's right. Uh, the The argument and there there are different proponents of this idea uh, but the basic idea is that uh, raising taxes is a way to take money out of the economy which would then lower spending uh, which would then reduce inflation uh, that that's that's the basic idea which is is not a completely crazy idea um, it's uh, in many ways similar to you know what we might think of as some Keynesian ideas. Uh, it has it has some overlap with Keynesianism. If if your listeners are probably familiar with that idea, a much older idea, uh, but but differs in significant ways. Uh, primarily, here's where I think MMT would really uh, disagree with Keynesians is uh, most Keynesians are are kind of uh, very mainstream on monetary policy, where they would say that well, when you get inflation. The Fed needs to fight inflation. The Fed needs to raise interest rates, and that's how you kind of address inflation rearing its head. MMT says no. That's that's not what you do. That you fight it with fiscal policy, not with monetary policy. So, inflation is here, and you would expect like a monetary theorist to say, uh, if this happens, do this, and if many of the people operating under the or writing under the rubric of MMT are uh, had been advocating that. Uh, with absent inflation or higher and higher than expected inflation, and now we have higher than expected inflation, uh, and they're not advocating for the thing that really it pokes holes not just in the credibility of the theory, but 
the credibility of actually doing the things that we would want them to do, like taking away the punch bowl. Right, exactly. And I think if we look at kind of where we are today with inflation uh, and being, you know, highest in 40 years by most measures, uh, if you look at where we were, you know, say a year ago, we actually had inflation moves very low at kind of historic lows. Uh, and the government had done all the spending. Uh, they had, you know, given people money directly with stimulus checks. They'd given money to businesses as loans that they, many of them were canceled, right? There was all this new spending. And I think, again, I, I'm, I'm overgeneralizing here a little bit, but I think almost everyone that considers themselves in the MMT group thought this was good and see, there's not much inflation. So they should do more. They should spend more. Uh, if you look at the, uh, you know, Biden's first big stimulus bill, which he passed right away, uh, that was uh, another injection of new money. Uh, into what now appears to be an economy that was well on its way to recovery on its own. And that was almost certainly too much. Uh, I believe Stephanie Kelton, who's one of the prominent MMTers, said that, that one, the, the American Rescue Plan's $1.9 trillion, that should be just the baseline. That we should, of course we should do that, but maybe we should do even more. Uh, uh, more, more thankfully was not done, or we might be seeing even more inflation now. Uh, but I think that's that's kind of where this theory looked like, oh, it had some success, maybe if we looked at it a year ago. Now with inflation where it is, I think it, it, it's tough for them since none of them were calling for higher taxes at the time. They said, spend more. We don't need to raise taxes because inflation's low. Uh, now inflation's not low. And But the arguments for raising taxes at this, if, if MMTers uh, in general are not advocating raising taxes, you said they're advocating other fiscal measures, price controls, among others. Um, are there MMTers calling for higher taxes at this point? Uh, I think there are, but but not directly as a way to to address inflation. So, for example, some might be calling for an excess profits tax uh, or or windfall profits taxes, uh, you know, to to punish corporations who have have done well, uh, either through luck in some cases, but in many cases because they've actually sold people goods and services they wanted. Uh, I think there there is some call that I've seen to raise taxes on those things, but but not as a way of uh, directly addressing the inflation, just because high, prop, high profits are bad, of course, uh, so we must tax them away. If we looked at the uh, average household or some measures of household budgets or household wealth during the, the initial year, year and a half of the pandemic, it went up quite a bit. There, and there was a lot of cash going to individuals throughout the economy that wasn't getting spent. Yeah, that's right. So there was a lot of the cash coming in was saved um, or, or a lot of it was spent on, you know, people moving and buying a new house, right? Housing prices have gone up quite a bit. Um, and so that's where some of the new money went. But yeah, that's that's uh, a lot of that money was not spent and, and much of it is now being is being spent now, uh, which is which is one of the reasons why we're seeing such high inflation. You know, I, I don't mean to mischaracterize or be uncharitable to uh, folks who are advocating MMT, but it seems like a lot of their policy prescriptions are uh, things that they would want anyway. That is to say, not to address some specific problem, but because they are good in and of themselves from their perspective. Yeah, I think that's right. I think when, when you dig into any proposed solution uh, that I see folks in the MMT crowd propose, uh, it's always some just long-standing progressive goal, right? Uh, raise the minimum wage, guaranteed, you know, income uh, or or a government job guarantee. Uh, you know, when the Green New Deal is being discussed, right? This was uh, MMT saw that as a way of uh, you know testing their theory in some way. Uh, 
but you know these are just kind of as far as i'm aware there there are uh uh no no conservative mmtiers or no libertarian mmtiers just like the, uh, i think Pete Becky once wrote an article about, you know, why are there no libertarian socialists, right? So there's no libertarian socialists and there's no, uh, you know, right-wing MMTers. It seems to be something which is very much uh, a part of, of, of the left. Who has done the best job of actually fairly characterizing to the satisfaction of MMTers somebody who disagrees with it but just wants to present this is what the theory is? I think George Selgin has done a great job. I mean, both on your podcast several years ago, but in a lot of his writings, I think I think he is someone who has who has thought carefully about it and and is able to explain it well. And I've learned a lot by reading him. Uh, but I think that's if you if your listeners want to look for something else, I'd say uh, you know read everything by George Selgin. <laughs> what do you think the Fed and to a, a lesser extent Congress ought to do to deal with inflation right now? I think from the perspective of the Federal Reserve, uh, they need to use just the standard playbook, which is inflation is here, where by most measures, I would say close to full employment, uh, they need to start raising interest rates and slowing the rate of growth of the money supply. I think that's that's clear. And that's that's pretty standard and pretty widely agreed upon by economists, mostly across the political spectrum, that this, this is what should be done now. I think from the perspective of Congress, as well as state governments, uh, there's a lot of proposals out there lately, especially in state governments, to give people money either to you know offset inflation in some way. So a, a kind of stimulus check to offset the cost of higher gas or just the cost of inflation. I mean, this is exactly the wrong thing to do. So I think from the perspective of the fiscal side, both Congress and uh, uh, state governments, uh, don't just broadly give people money. <laughs> I, I think California is saying they're going to give $400 to every person who owns a car uh, to offset the cost of higher gas prices. Like this, this is not targeted. Right? If there are people who really need relief, right? Unemployed people that are still affected by the pandemic, okay, maybe targeted relief. But this kind of broad stimulus is is part of the problem. People are spending a lot of money. They're spending it in different ways than in the past. They're spending it on a lot more goods than services. And the supply chains just can't keep up with it. I mean, people talk about supply chains as, as if it's all just, well, the ports are crowded, right? No, it's that people are spending more money on goods. Uh, and those goods are, are, you know, most factories before might have been running close to capacity. And now they're, you know, they can't. So the prices go up. And so, you know, more fiscal stimulus is would be a really bad idea right now. It was probably a bad idea a year ago, but it'd be a really bad idea now. I, pretty much everyone in Congress has been pretty disappointing on inflation. There's a whole lot of uh, like we can you can see certain industries that uh, received a, a outsized amount of cash delivered their way to provide their services. Shipping is is one of those, but that's the kind of thing that you can't scale up too quickly given the regulatory environment of the United States. So you might expect that to be the case. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, if you think about early in the pandemic when there was a shortage of masks, right? And and people are trying to ramp up production, but it takes time to do that. And now we're kind of seeing that broadly across the economy is producers are trying to ramp up production on almost everything. And it's just, that takes time and there's gonna be an effect on prices. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes, you just have to wait it out. So, I mean, uh, be strange to say this on a Cato podcast, right? But sometimes maybe there's the government shouldn't be doing anything. Uh, that this there this has been created by problems that of things government's done in the past, and we just have to deal with the consequences now. Um, and you know, the Fed I think is has started to do 
what they should be doing. But other than that, I think we're going to be, we're, we're living through a time when most economic indicators are, are great. GDP, stock market, unemployment, wages are mixed bag a little bit, uh, but inflation's the bad thing and, and we're going to have to swallow that pill. Jeremy Horpedal is a professor of economics at the University of Central Arkansas. We spoke earlier this month in Las Vegas. Subscribe to and give a rating to the Cato Daily Podcast on your podcast platform of choice and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 